Four Clarksville Academy students recently went on the adventure of a lifetime, Mount Everest. Ellen Dark, Addie Means, Garrett Berger, and Elvis Smith join Charlie and Katie to share the story of this amazing adventure. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. How many people can truly say they've even been to Mount Everest? Not many. Not many. <laughs> Not many yeah. Well, four out of six, me and you and those yeah. four. So that's a pretty good percentage right uh-huh. now. So how, how does this even come about? Who says, let's go to Mount Everest? How did it all begin? Right. So this was a part of our winter um, at Clarksville Academy, which is a two-week experiential learning in okay. January. Um, they give us different options for trips, and we get to decide which one we want to be a part of. Um, so the Himalayas mountains was one of our options and all of us here decided that this was a challenge that we wanted to take on and we decided to sign up and go to mount everest how many students went to mount everest nine i think nine total with two chaperones mm-hmm. okay so this winter um, i we were going to ask that what is it but she just told yeah. us so was there other trips that different students took as well out of curiosity yeah um so CA offered a lot of different options with different price ranges and um, different like lengths of travel. Um, so I know a group went to um, Ecuador, mm-hmm. the Galapagos Islands, and another group went to Hawaii. And sure. some people stayed in town and some people went to different states. So yeah. there are a lot of options. That's extremely interesting. Well, those are some tough choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, you say Hawaii. I'm in on that. Going to an exotic island, it'd be hard, it'd be hard to choose from. So who? How did you guys come up, Eddie? Yeah, I want to know from you. How did you decide you want to go to Mount Everest and be cold and do well, this? To be honest, um, looking at the options, I'm like a super warm person, and my family is, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do something that I knew I would never get the opportunity to do unless I went through you know CA and take it. So. I decided to go somewhere total opposite of what I'm used to yeah. and go to the She's saying first. her family likes warm weather and yeah. would never take her. Yeah. They would take me to Hawaii, I think. Sometimes it's good to get out of your comfort zone, yeah. for sure. What, what kind of training did you have to have to even be accepted in this? Um, well, there were no um, requirements, but once everyone had signed up, um, we would get together on weekends and go to Rotary Park and hike for one or two hours with... Um, Backpacks full of water bottles, and um, some of us had altitude masks to help train our lungs. So, yeah, yeah about I think every weekend starting in November, maybe we would have mm-hmm. 20 pounds of water bottles in our backpacks loaded and mm-hmm. just hiking up the hills trying to get it. But I don't think you could ever be like fully prepared. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so. there's no um hills in Clarksville that can even prepare you. Yeah. <laughs> so you when you're there you're obviously obviously carrying a backpack. How heavy was the backpack you guys had a hike with? Like ten to fifteen pounds probably. Okay. Yeah. It depended on what layers you put in there, how many snacks and then how much water you put in there. So we had about two to three liters of water with us every day that we'd refill periodically, but all of it had to be filtered as well. So oh, wow. So you started it at what elevation and you ended at what elevation? So we started at about 10,000 feet okay. and ended at about 18,000 feet. Oh, wow. 8, 000, you yeah. hiked 8,000 feet up. Mm-hmm. It was you impressed I knew that, didn't you? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that math. I got math, yeah. yeah. Hey, so what was, the, what was the most challenging piece? And then we want to know some interesting stories you have, but what was the most challenging part of this adventure? 
Um, well, I think it was definitely different for everyone in terms of what they had to overcome. Me personally, um, the food, um, although it wasn't bad um, itself, I got really tired of um, you know eating the same thing for two weeks straight. So that really took a, a toll on me and just made me really tired. Um, what did you eat? Well, personally, I liked the most. I like dalbot, which was like the traditional Nepalese meal that everyone eats. It's just curry and rice and roasted vegetables. And they make that really well. So it was really nice. But um, I know they had like smaller things like popcorn <laughs> and um, some pasta and stuff like that. Um, but it was a lot of stuff like that. Noodles and rice. Um, potatoes, potatoes. Vegetables. Eggs. No meat. Yeah, which we had was, to eat all vegetarian. Yeah. The meat is not um, necessarily good because they have to import it from Kathmandu, which is a, a good amount of time between when it's like ready to be served and when it's on the mountain. So when you all camped every night, you had someone that actually prepared the meal for you? Okay. Yes. yes. We stayed in, um, like, they're called yeah. tea houses. Okay. Um, really thin walls. Plywood. Plywood. Um <laughs> Just out of the elements. That they're just yeah. to get the wind off you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so there would be people in those who ran them who would cook for us. Okay. And, our, and our guides would, would help us and service tea and stuff. So that was really nice. Mm -hmm. The guides were perfect. What was the temperature? I think, um, I, don't even know. I think cold. it averaged around like 25. But oh, wow. in the sun, it would mm -hmm. get a lot warmer. Yeah. yeah. In the sun, it was really nice. But with wind chills, it would get to like negative Negative 10, negative 20. At it night, was, at it night. was definitely in the negatives. Yeah. And you could feel it because there was no heat source in the room. So we had down sleeping bags and sleeping bag liners. And we would sleep in a bunch of layers to try to keep ourselves warm. And you would have to sleep with like any water you needed on you to brush mm -hmm. your teeth or like anything that you just don't think about. You would have to sleep mm -hmm. like batteries, your phone, it your headlamp. Yeah, you the, don't want it to freeze. freeze. Yeah, yes. the water would freeze mm -hmm. at huh. night. Yeah. So, uh, so. so how many days did it take you to get up to base camp eight. Oh, so wow. it was eight days up and then three, three days down, days down. Mm -hmm. how many miles a day did you hike 10, yeah. 10 miles a day yeah, oh that's a lot i'd say it was about mm -hmm. 10. average sometimes it was longer than that depending on how much land we were going to cover yeah. and the elevation if we were just mm -hmm. going straight up it would be obviously shorter but right and you think whenever you're going up the mountain, you're going just up, but it's actually up and down and up and down. Not mm -hmm. yeah. a lot. Did, right. did, did you run into any problems? Was there any complications? So, surprisingly, um, well, the weather, the weather was really great. Just the elements. Um, yeah. The first two, the first or the second day we were there, there was a pretty big um, snowstorm, but I think that's usual there. And then on the way back, we had one, but the weather was great. Um I think, no, in terms of the trip itself, there weren't really any um, huge out-of-the-blue things. Um, I think we all worked together really great, too. Yeah. Like, if we saw someone was, like, struggling, then I mean, like, two people would go and help them. Like, we really, like, bonded as a team to, like, get mm -hmm. through it. That's good. That's are, you, are you hooked together? I think so. You know, you in some see, way. <laughs> you, see, you see things on, you know, on television where they're... You know, when you're... Oh, I thought, you, know. Mean, I thought oh, you meant, did you I bond? You meant, okay. I thought you meant, did they bond? No, I meant, were you hooked <laughs> He means literally no. we're no. together. No, we weren't. Okay, see, I don't, no. I don't know. I can't picture it. But I'm, you know, I can. I'm going through this nice bonding experience <laughs> they're having, and yeah. 
No, That's where my head was. Sorry, we didn't need um, all that extra stuff. Like that. We had we had snow spikes and stuff for the really icy spots, and there are some like sketchier areas where it's a, a thinner trail and where the sun doesn't yeah. hit the path all the way. Yeah, yeah and it's, so many times it's, yeah. it gets pretty slick. But it wasn't um, the most we needed. Was well, you need poles for yeah, hiking, poles. Yeah. and then the crampon ice spikes. So, Garrett, how beautiful was it? That's definitely the most beautiful place I've ever been. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you get up in the morning and go outside, start the hike, and 360, it's just snow-top yeah. mountains and blue skies almost every day. Um, and, I mean, it was cold, but once you started moving and got in the sun, you just forgot about that and enjoyed where you were, and it was uh, it was really good. Yeah, That's definitely what made the, the trip worth it. There was a lot of hard parts to it, but just seeing, like, the crazy mountains, like mm-hmm. stuff I never thought I'd be able to see. That's definitely what made it worth it. When, when you guys get back to, you know, you get back home and you're going to school, is there an opportunity for you to share your experiences with other students? How I know you do a blog and all that, all that kind of stuff, but do you guys get to encourage others to, to kind of adventure out like you guys did? Yeah, I think so. I mean, for me, Everest in my trip kind of comes up in everyday conversation. Just something reminds me of the trip and I start talking about it. And then that allows me to answer questions anyone has and encourage people to do that as well and to step out of their comfort zone. Then we also have blogs that we're writing for CA and um, my mom's having me put together a PowerPoint to share with the community if they want to come and see what's going on and what happened on the trip. So there's definitely ways for us to kind of share our story and what we went through and kind of what changed us and what we were able to change as well. Do you, do you think something like that experience will help you as you go to college and you move on in your life? How could that affect your future? How you see things? I mean, big question. I think question. it'll, I mean, not to speak for all of us, but I think it will show us that we can get through hard times and um, problems that we face. Uh, it yeah. had to teach you some self-discipline. You've got to be yeah, pretty self-disciplined yeah. to climb 10 miles a day. And not want to quit. Yeah. yeah, You don't have an option to quit. You like It kind of keeps you going. And, yeah. Right. Definitely, definitely when it comes to like at least college and roommates, I learned to like living with other people. Um, I definitely, that, that took a toll on me sometimes, <laughs> yeah. just not having not any. Not what it's cracked out to yeah. me, is it? Um, there was no alone time. But when it comes to the actual rooms themselves, like, Cause we would all sleep with one extra person. Um, and I, there weren't any big problems, which I think was good. No, um, nothing came up, but I think I definitely learned, um, you know, the importance of keeping a, a good relationship when you have very limited options with people Encouraging to be around. each other. Yeah. 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 So starting down here, Ellen, and let's go down. Why don't you each share with us what you feel like your most memorable ex- thing that you take back from this trip was. Oh goodness. Um, I think probably the most memorable part is I had a rough day on day two. We were hiking the biggest elevation, um, and it was a snowstorm and I was thinking, what am I doing? And I just kind of thought I will never be in this moment again and I need to take it and I need to learn from it and grow from it and continue on afterwards. And now after that time I made it to Namche. That was my, like, I didn't think I was going to make it to Namche, but I made it to Namche and now it's like I made it to Namche. I can do anything else, and mm-hmm. so like that's probably my biggest takeaway from this whole experience. And then just being able to learn about their culture and invest with them and 
do something I've never seen before is kind of a big memorable experience for me. Would be for me too. Addie? Um, for me, it would probably be like coming home. So because you've been to base camp, you're over it. Now you're just, you know, ready to be in your bed kind of thing. And one day we were on our way home and it was like just really cold and I was miserable and a group went ahead of us and then we met up with them. But whenever we met up with them and you could just tell that everyone immediately came to us because we were all miserable and you could just tell how we all had bonded by the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think we all just kind of connected and saw like when someone hurt, we were there. Made some lifetime friendships. Yes, friendships mm-hmm. for sure. Elvis? Um, I would say probably my most memorable um, moment from the trip um, was the day after we uh, made it to base camp. Um, there was an option to go on the next morning, and it was, it, it was a sunrise hike, so we had to wake up at like 4 o'clock. Um, but to go up to another mountain, um, it's called... Um, Kalbutar. Kalbutar. And um, that was probably the the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, just because of, you know, we had to wake up when the, it was still dark out um, to watch the sunrise. And it was like straight up a couple hundred feet, um, just in the coldest, like negative 10, negative 15 degrees. Um, but that was, I was really, I was really proud of myself for making it up there because I was like, I was very surprised when we kept on having to go up and up and I thought we were done and we had to keep on going up and that, and I did that with Garrett and that was, that was really nice. Yeah, well, uh, you kind of took mine, but mine was the, the same morning getting uh-huh. up at 4am, getting dressed, uh, turning our headlamps on and going up this seemingly in, endless, uh, hill. Um, so in the morning, uh, the winds were just howling, just it was crazy. cutting through our layers. And, um, but getting to the top of that was my favorite part of the trip. And it was definitely the hardest thing I've ever done was that morning. Um, two hours up in the freezing cold, you know, you can't see uh, the goal. And once we finally got there and the sun rose above just the 360 mountains around us, just, was there was, beautiful, yeah, huh? there was nothing like it. And um, you could see Everest like the best you on the whole trip. You could see Everest the best from the top of that mountain. And it was, it was absolutely crazy. It made me not want to climb Mount Everest. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, I was like, okay, this is a good distance yeah. for me. I can see the top, but yeah. I don't think. And even there I could feel the air thinning, like even more than what we were at, at the bottom. That was, that was definitely the hardest day on the lungs was yeah. that morning. I have so much more respect now for everyone who's hiked it. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you yeah. read about it, but you don't ever know until you're there. So You know, Katie, these stories, I, I love it. I love I love watching. I'll call y'all kids for now because you're still in <laughs> high school. But the look on their face, if everybody could see the look on their mm-hmm. face when they're telling their stories, I think that tells as much as the words they're I agree. speaking. So, well, we sure appreciate you guys coming. I'd like to say congratulations, but more than that, I'm extremely impressed. Um, I think it's a beautiful opportunity, and I don't know what's next. How do you beat Mount Everest? I mean, you don't, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna take some work to beat the go to someplace mm-hmm. even worse. Yeah. So, well, congratulations, guys, and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thank you. Subscribe to Clarksville's conversation wherever you get your podcasts, so you don't miss a single episode.